I want the fairy tale. I want the Prince Charming. She, how do I put this, isn't a fan of my kissing style. So we were boyfriend and girlfriend for about 12 hours. He's in a trash bin. He's non-recyclable. Catch you never. I love being in love. I love love. On today's episode of Where's Your Head At, we are sitting down with Marie and Jake, the stunning blogging couple who have travelled the world doing exactly what they love. This beautiful couple also run two Bali hotels, have their own online academy, have an Instagram Reels Masterclass and a clothing label too. We get the chance to hear how they met and why they started a travelling blog and what they have planned for the future. Stay tuned to hear how you could create a living doing what you love also. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows, and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more. Hey, guys. Hello. Welcome to Where's Your Head At. Good to see you. Yeah, great to see you guys. Look at them. You guys are living the dream, but you also <laughs> look like the most stunning couple ever. There's palm trees in the background. Well, we, we thought that we was thought. we thought those were real, but it's actually a picture, but it it just suits the vibe. We genuinely thought that was them on the balcony in Byron. <laughs> like, it looks amazing. <laughs> it is, it is. We, we are in Byron, but we are inside and it's a painting and we <laughs> thought it would look cool, but uh, it's very great to be here to actually chat because I think a big part of what we do online is to show this dream life and to inspire couples and people to go after what they really want. And, you know, if you love somebody, tell them, go after it. And, but also in the long form context, we can probably talk more about how it's not always the dream and it's a lot of the times hard work and (laughs) there's a lot of tension sometimes. So that would be cool to get into. That's literally what, that's literally what we wanted to chat about those exactly that stuff right there. Because, I mean, online, I followed you guys for a while. You guys, the account that you've created, it's so wonderlust. It's so dreamy. I mean, you guys are both gorgeous. You you seem so in love. It's just like, it's very picture perfect and amazing. And I, as like a instagram like viewer of you guys i'm totally hooked so like congrats double tick (laughs) but there's so much work that goes into this like i look at the content you guys create on a daily basis and i'm like these guys are working overtime like this is not easy (laughs) hustling hard yeah and you guys are entrepreneurs like you have your like feet in every single pie so tell us about that well first of all we didn't plan for any of this in the beginning. <laughs> it kind of just evolved. We met um, on a beach in Thailand and it's a long, crazy story and we could tell it if you guys want to hear it. We'd love Absolutely. To. It really evolved. I, you can start. <laughs> well, that's going to be long now. But yeah, okay, let's start from the beginning. Um, I'm from Germany and I quit my job in 2016. I wanted to move to Spain because originally um, I grew up in Spain with my family. It was always my dream to move back and um, at that time I hadn't traveled that much. So I was like, okay, before I'm going to get into that, I'm going to go to Asia. I'd never been to Asia. Just uh, got a ticket to Thailand and then I wanted to see Thailand, Vietnam and Bali. And at that time, I just came out of a six-year relationship. I was like single for six months. I didn't. I wasn't interested in meeting any guys <laughs> at all. 
Um, and then there was this one day, it was actually only five days um, into my trip, where I went to the beach with a few friends and Jake was there as well. And yeah, we hit it up super quickly. Jake was a bit of a... This is, this is kind of like this stage of the last stages where people weren't sharing everything online. So we met really organically. Yeah, we I didn't was, have an Instagram accounts or anything. I yeah. was on the on the beach with my mates and Marie and a couple of her friends and she walked to the water and I like looked over and I was like, all right, how am I going to bag this? You know, like, <laughs> already. And it was it, a bit of a hobby of Jake as well, let's be honest. Oh uh, yeah, I, I, I was a bit okay. of a playboy back then. But yeah, me and my mates were sitting there and we looked over and said, okay, how are we going to do this? My, my mate actually broke the ice and he went over and started to talk to them first. And he was speaking with Marie and we're sitting in this big circle in the water and he went to get some drinks. And then I was this like, this is my chance. I'm, I'm yeah. slipping in here. <laughs> and then Marie and I just, we just, we hit it off like crazy. Um, that day we were playing games, drinking games and just really enjoying each other's company. And the next day that we met up again, I, I was just kind of head over heels straight away, which was rare for me because usually it was just like a, a fun thing I would always mention to the girl in the beginning this is not going to be serious I just want to put it out there to begin with and I was young I think I was 24 when we met yeah but then I bought Marie a bracelet the next day because I she told me her favorite color and I saw it, it as her favorite yeah, color so and cheesy, I, I gave it to her and the next day we <laughs> we had it we had a really deep conversation the, the, the next day Marie told me about her background and some of the difficult things she had to go through and her dad passing away and things like that. And, and I really just felt like this deep connection. And then I just, we kissed on the second night and then Marie was going to Koh Panyan, uh, the next island. And I said to my mates, we got to go. We <laughs> We're to going go to, to meet up with these girls. We went, we went to Koh Panyan and then we were there for four days together. And I already had a flight with my mate booked to Cambodia. So we left on the ferry and like, you know, the girls were waving because Marie was with a friend of hers. They were waving goodbye and I was on the ferry and I was just like, what am I doing? Like, I, why am I leaving her? This is the stupid, this doesn't make any sense just because I have to go to Cambodia. And so we were flying to Cambodia with my mate and I told him on the plane, as soon as we land, I'm going directly to Vietnam because that's where Marie is. And so I, we got there, I had to get a visa, um, and it usually takes a week or so to get this visa and I just paid some random guy to take my passport and go and get it and I forced my mate to do the same thing <laughs> and he was just like this is insane I had two passports he only had one so he was <laughs> he wasn't super happy but I just told him I'm, I think I'm in love I don't even know what that feels like but I'm pretty sure like there's something different here and then so Marie went to Vietnam and we met at the hotel and I think she was kind of pretty impressed by the effort that I was putting in. Absolutely. I was going to say, have you ever had a guy put that much effort in before? No, and it got even crazy afterwards because we spent two weeks together. It was super intense. I think it was like we, we actually fell in love within like two and a half weeks. Yeah. And then Jake had to go back because he was playing um, Aussie football in Australia and he had a job in the winery in the Barossa Valley in the SA. And um, yeah, and he was like, look, my season will end in six to eight weeks and then let's catch up wherever you want to, maybe Spain or whatever you think. And I was like, okay, sounds good. And then we went to Bali and I have to 
say this Jake was the first Australian I ever met coming from Europe you guys are like so easygoing so happy positive vibes so I was like hooked right away I was lucky because like if another Aussie come in first I would have had no chance no but Jake <laughs> knew I was going to Bali and I didn't know Bali is like your travel destination number one so he's like okay she's gonna go to Bali she's gonna meet so many other Aussie guys that have long hair that can actually surf <laughs> and, and, and she, she might just pick another one you know not, not just fake surf you know can actually surf so yeah uh, and my friend who actually wanted to meet a guy she's like we're gonna party every day like I don't care what you say and the Jake's not here and I was like okay and then three days in of partying Jake calls me and he's like I talked to my boss and I told him I really like you and I would come over in two days if you want to and I was like what so he skipped two games came over to Bali spent two weeks with us well the brutal part was I had to miss these two games so I had to talk I had to have a meeting with the captain of my because I was on a contract I was playing country football but it was just a contract and I was getting paid a small amount to play I had to have a meeting with my coach and my captain and tell them why I was leaving and I couldn't play the next two games and I just said to them I don't know what to tell you. I'm in love. It's like, and, and they're just like, no what, they're like, what is wrong with you? They, they literally thought there was something wrong with me. Cause I'd never and I know been the like footy culture as well. Us. They would have been like, yeah, this comes first before everything else. So they would have been, <laughs> it's true. Not impressed. Like, I think they credit to them. They were just like, you're, you're crazy, but okay. If you know, this is what it is. And I think I was, that's when I knew feeling something, what, what it was with, her was real because I was willing to make myself look like the biggest idiot in front of all my teammates, my coach, whatever. And I didn't care. I just didn't care because I wanted to see her so bad. And I had this empty feeling in my stomach knowing she was in Bali with other long haired Aussie guys <laughs> and she would like forget about I me. Love that. And uh, so, so I, I flew back to Bali. We spent 12 days together and that's when we became like boyfriend and girlfriend and it was also a period of time where we fell in love with Bali and we started remin like really imagining what our life could look like together and imagine if we could be in Bali and have our own place here and you know just live a free life like we were truly thinking about it yeah. I flew back home to Australia and that's when I decided to change my plans so I was already deep into my Spain plans. My entire family was going to come in December. We met in July. My family was going to come in December for Christmas to Spain. They'd already booked flights. Everyone gave me like goodbye presents to move to Spain. I'd organized an apartment. I'd spent like 7,000 Aussie dollars to like go to um, a uni there and do my master because I'd only done my bachelor in Germany. So it was like really committed. And I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? And I told my friends, one of my friends actually flew over. She's like, Marie, you, you're, not, you're out of my mind. You just quit your job after six years. Now you met like this random dude. Like, have you seen his Facebook account? Like, it's crazy. He's just drunk all the time. And, like, and, and I was like, no, he's amazing. And she's like, I'm going to come over and check him out and tell you whether you should really go for him. And she really liked him and she could see the, the energy we had together. But... Yeah, so I quit everything. I decided to call my mom and I was like, I'm not going to Spain anymore. I'm not coming back. And that's when we decided to start traveling together. We both had saved some money. Um, so I think at that time we had like four or five weeks left. Jake went back to Australia. I was still in Bali. And then I think a few days later he called me again and he's like, look, Marie, 
I've got four days off in between my game and the next uh, training or like practice or whatever mm. and I'm gonna come over for three days to Bali and I was like okay like he's really committed so I can and commit that, as well and I think this I... is what made me then quit my dreams. It's pretty crazy that you guys obviously have met one from Australia one from Germany and it's almost like against all the odds, you've chosen each other. And I feel like that's just so special to hear because I'm sure there's lots of people who meet from different countries and they just think, put that in the too hard basket. <laughs> but I guess you guys do have something special. And I feel like, I think that's why your account has done so well because you can feel that energy through the screen. Like it's not put on, you can yeah. feel the love. And that's, I mean, it's beautiful to see and you guys are obviously super authentic. But obviously, as with all relationships, there's hard times. And I guess you guys probably, I don't know, but I'm assuming that you don't speak too much about the hard times just based on your account. Like I have heard some things, but obviously you guys are a normal couple. I'm sure you fight. Can we delve into that a little bit? <laughs> For sure. It's actually interesting because we just did an update on YouTube. Um, we used to do YouTube and we stopped for three years when we stopped traveling during the pandemic and stuff. And we just started again and did like a bit of an update um, what has happened in the last three years. And we also mentioned it there. So if you look at our account, if you first get there and you just see the reels, the reels are like an outlet of like our niche, which is travel couples and like travel like destinations. So it's, it looks very perfect um, and inspirational. But if you dive into our stories, a lot of times there, I especially am very vulnerable because I, I just realized like a lot of people can relate to it. And Instagram is not only about being perfect anymore. It's more about being relatable sharing the things you go through so whether it was like i had really really bad skin issues when i came off my pill like a few years ago when we were traveling and we did a lot of adventure travel so it was always dirty and i just couldn't handle it like even being in front of the camera holding my phone in my face it was like a big issue for me but yeah the community is really like interested in hearing those things as well because obviously it's also relatable and then also like my past that my yeah that my dad passed away or like i'm still trying to go through some mental issues because of that and and how jake acts with it and stuff i i'm always trying to share these things in terms of like having arguments um whenever we do q a's we do mention it but obviously it's not the first thing you do that you grab your phone and like record it when you're in an argument uh, we're trying to yeah use the instagram now um in the stories as i said to just give a bit more content and uh, authenticity. But I think the hardest part in our relationship, it's our strength and it's also our biggest weakness is that coming from Australia, I'm very laid back. Things don't really bother me too much. And when, you're, when I'm too much like that, it leaves a lot of the stress and the anxiety and everything up to Marie to deal with because I'm just not caring about it. I'm like, yeah, whatever, it'll help. It'll deal with itself and then because Marie's not like that, she will have to jump in and try to fit, you know, deal with whatever's giving her anxiety. And so, and especially once we started working together, we, we've never had fights just based around our relationship, our relationship, what we like, the things we want to do. It's all about work where we've really hit some really hard hurdles. And the hardest thing I think for both of us is to 
try to balance the work, the social media, the fun, the relationship, the love. And we've found in the past, we've maybe gone too far into the work side of things. And then with social media, it's just all encompassing. So Marie is online on her phone a lot. And then in the past, I've sometimes started to like look at social media as the enemy because I'm like I'm like social media has taken my partner away from me and it's Instagram is toxic and you know because there's so many good things about it but of course there's also so much bad and communicating uh, those things has been the biggest part of our relationship it's me trying to understand where Marie's coming from and even though it doesn't make sense to me it is her truth and I think that's her to I heard once a metaphor which made so much sense to me and made me realize that I have to like listen to Marie and how she's feeling even if it sounds like insanity to me (laughs) and it was like you know if you have a young you have a young child and they are you know coming into your room and they're two years old and they're saying dad dad there's a monster under my bed and like I'm really scared as a parent you wouldn't tell the kid you know just go to bed like stop thinking about it you're fine like there's not a stupid monster what are you thinking you're you're crazy you like you're seeing things you would just give them a hug and say hey look i'm gonna come in there with you and i'm gonna show you that there's nothing there it's all good i'm here for you hug them be there for them until they go to sleep again and that's how you need to treat your partner so if they're feeling something and it doesn't make sense to you they're still feeling it that doesn't change the fact that they're feeling it so you just gotta hug them say i'm supporting you i'm gonna be there and you know over a bit of time they will calm down and it will all be okay i think in general men and uh, women are quite different already like in terms of how they act but then being from two different countries or even continents um it just it just shows a lot of times the way we grew up is just very different jake was always like very protected to make money in australia so easy like what you make even 26 dollars an hour when you work at mcdonald's or something so like for you it's like 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 like, everything just seems a bit easier and i just yeah i i have to i think i've already grown a lot with you also i haven't really experienced really intense loss like marie yeah with her with her father so that's also something that we're working through it's like marie has experienced that life can be amazing and then just completely change in an instant and so that that fear is still there for her for me i've never i've never had anything like that everything has been okay it will be okay um so just dealing with that as well is something that we try to communicate about a lot and it's not perfect (laughs) like we we fight um i think just as much as any other couple but what we're really good at is quickly turning it around coming together saying sorry talking about it we kind of have to because we we're so close and we spend every single day together plus we're online every day but i've already started to also show and say guys today we're not feeling it or like it's not a good day and people are also really supportive like i've never tried to pretend i'm okay and then put a face on and do it i think it would just make me sick from the inside i couldn't be I couldn't be like that. I agree yeah. with that. I feel like though as well, if you're honest with your audience about you guys and that you're like having an off day and you're arguing and that, I feel like your audience would come more invested because nobody wants to, to be honest, nobody wants to see this couple that are like posting like the, all these glamorous times. Like, yeah, if you it's think, nice to see the back end. Yeah, if you think about it, like any TV show or anything you watch, you always get invested in the couple that has like trials. Yeah, trials and tribulations. So 
I'm the same. I po- I say with my girlfriend, like, I don't want to be fake and post us, like, having a glamorous time all the time. Like, that's not, it's not real. Like, it's just, yeah, I yeah. hate that sort of stuff. Do you guys find that, like, I don't know, this is just personal for me, so I was wondering if you guys feel like this, but I feel like the more engaged my account becomes, the more anxious I get. <laughs> Like, do you guys feel anxiety from like that high engagement? Absolutely. I have openly spoken about it, but I had my first like really mental breakdown during the time when COVID hit and it was like Black Lives Matters and the bushfires in Australia. We did a big campaign for that um, where a few influencers in Australia came together. Like Jake had this idea and I think all up we donated half a million dollars which was great but then on the opposite side we raised that we much. raised yeah exactly but then people were like you you are the reason why those bushfires happen because you travel and during covid a lot of people just felt super negative so i don't know if you felt it but like the negativity just gets put on you and then we were in bali where it wasn't that bad so people hated us because we could go out but if we didn't go out they're like oh now you're pretending you're also not in a good place even though you are so it was like you could have i do i can't please everyone yeah yeah i was gonna say that you can't please everyone they're always gonna find a way and they try to take it out on like people in yeah your position. Delete or block the best two buttons on on social media. I yeah. So do you get much hate then, like yeah. on a daily basis? We're really we're really lucky. Um, we're also very. Um, I think over the years we've been doing this now for six years. We think about how we communicate things and what to say sometimes in some like sensitive topics. We're not even like talking about anymore or like if something political comes up we're like look we're not journalists like we we are doing something to inspire you guys we're a travel couple we don't know if, what is true about this war or this whatever it is so we're just trying to stay off it which has made it a bit nicer for us um, but i would say in general compared to the rest we get very, very little, little yeah very little compared to other people i think the error of the troll yeah. though is over anyway Hopefully. like if like you troll now it's just like yeah come on you fucking loser <laughs> like like i had one the other yeah, day and cool. i was just yeah. like really i was like what like come on yeah how do you guys go being away from family and friends because obviously i mean you're in australia now but you are based in bali so how do you go being away for the longest time to be honest we were traveling non-stop so we wouldn't be in a place longer than 10 to 14 days which meant we had zero connection to anyone really except of ourselves and maybe people that would travel with us for a bit in the beginning it wasn't a problem during the pandemic it was the first time that i really struggled with it because there were people left in bali but also quite a lot of people left the island and um everything was so you didn't know what would happen in the future and like i needed someone to talk to and also like a bit of female energy to have by my side just being with your your man you know um, and talking on the phone it's different you have different time zones so like it, it's it's just not never the same so i really struggled i think that's to what, not have them what around. changed was that we had the choice to be able to see our family whenever we wanted to all of a sudden anyway, yeah. like hey even if we wanted to if we wanted to fly to australia right now we cannot and it was and that's crazy because australia was closed for two two and a half years 
and we tried to get a visa for me. They denied it. They they were like, nah, not enough proof that you're a couple. And we're like, okay, wow. Just say go to our like, Instagram. Have you seen my Instagram with a million followers? Yeah, yeah. all fake, all we, fake. We got denied. It was like, yeah, we've been we've been planning this elaborate scam for five years yeah. so that Marie can get a fake visa. <laughs> Jeez, that's why. We, we got denied. Denied. We now are setting up more of a lifestyle where we can spend a bit more time in Australia to visit my family. We can go back to Europe to visit Marie's family. And then we can be in Bali for a few months to have our own little family with our dogs there as well. So now we are planning a life where it's maybe like four months here, four months here, four months here. And we just kind of rotate yeah. and with a couple of like cool trips in between. For now, because we've realized like how, how much can change. Like within the six, uh, six years, it feels like a lifetime already. Mm. So we're like, you know, the next few years, we can really imagine ourselves. We're looking for a base in Spain right now, actually, to have a base in Europe, have a base in Bali, and then uh, see our, our friends and family at home and they can visit us um, because now your friends are coming over from Bali uh, and yeah. then they can visit us in Spain from Germany. So that's nice. And then who knows in the future? It's hard to imagine. It's hard to think about that this is actually a reality for us. And it was kind of what we were planning in the beginning when we came together. Because like you said, we said we love each other. We will make it work no matter what. And life will figure itself out. And it was that true belief. And it sounds cheesy as anything, but we followed our hearts. We said let's just go with this feeling and figure it out along the way. Nothing else matters. And about a year into our relationship, it was pretty clear that if we were going to be able to see both of our families and live this life together, either I would have to go to Germany and live there or Marie would have to come to Australia. And neither of those things were really an option. So we realized we have to be online. We have to do something where we can work remotely from anywhere and earn an income. And the first goal that we had was how do we make enough money like $800 a month so that we can like pay for some flights and live in Bali and be, you know, a little bit in the middle. And so that was kind of the, the goal that we had. And now it's, it's become a reality and it's so cool now. And I think it's much more possible for anybody than what a lot of people think remote work has become huge. There's so many digital nomads working in Bali right now. Everyone kind of realized a little bit over the last two and a half years that you, you don't have to be in the office. You can find a way to work, you know, from anywhere. And so it's, it's really cool now to see this new generation of, of people like us figuring out what their dream life is and realizing, hey, it might not be in Australia or it might be a little bit of Australia and a bit of Bali or it might be a little bit of Europe as well. And working on how they can make that actually happen by figuring out how they can earn an income online. It, it's we're seeing so many people doing it yeah and i reckon mm. like so many people would look at you guys and be like it is possible and these guys are living proof that this can be done and i mean it's awesome that so many people look up to you guys and yeah. it's it's such a great quality of life that you guys are almost promoting and i think you know people would be silly not to try right <laughs> i mean if you have like an idea and if you, you have an idea if you have it. a business mm. Go do yeah. it. What would you say to people who are thinking about taking the leap? That's, that's a perfect start. I would say that, first of all, if you really feel like it's something that you want, don't do it because it looks cool that other people are doing it. That's a big mistake that a lot of people make. It's like they see us and they go, ah, oh, that looks really cool that Marie and Jake can just live anywhere and work anywhere. But I'm a homebody and I actually like being at home. 
it doesn't make sense because Marie and I, we travel a lot and that's actually one of the hardest things is that we're constantly moving. It's really hard for us to have a routine and some people just like routine. So it looks cool what we're doing, but if it's not you, then don't go for that. So go for something that's truly important to you and it's who you really are. And if that, if that is what you feel and you know it to be true, then you really just got to dive in. I think the most important thing for people nowadays is to figure out what skills are going to be useful in the future. And what do you also love doing? And what don't you love doing. Don't just learn it because, yeah. Yeah, don't just learn it because it looks cool. And what's coming is all of this kind of stuff, like how to create content, how to tell a story, how to manage a social media channel, how to market, how to do Facebook ads, how to do graphic design. So many people are starting up little uh, freelance businesses because they have skills that other people don't have. And so if you have something like that, if you committed to it for six months, you can get so far ahead. But a lot of people give up in the first couple of weeks. But if you said, if Marie and I, it was like two years of posting every single day before we really realized, wow, this is, this is a real thing. This, this could actually set us up to, to do as a career. And so it does just take time and anyone wanting to do what we do um, specifically, yeah, get a camera or, or your phone, start to record as much as you can, start to figure out what captivates people, like to tell a story and then just post, 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 do it every single day for two years and where you will be in two, like you guys, when you first started the podcast, I bet you were like, we yeah. have no idea what is going exactly. on right now. This is crazy. This is scary. And now you're so confident with it and it feels normal to you guys, but it takes yeah. time. I have a question for you guys. So you said you got engaged in Turkey. Are you married yet? No. Okay. We planned our wedding in 2018, which is five years ago. And we were going to get married um, in June 2020 in Bali. We'd organized everything. Everyone had booked flights. Um, I had my wedding dress. Everything was organized. And then in mid-March, COVID hit. Obviously, no one could travel anymore. We had to cancel the entire wedding. And... We were thinking, we actually were thinking to do a little wedding in Greece in 2022, 2021. 2021, I think. Uh, but then COVID had like another spike, so we canceled it again. And now we're getting married this year, uh, this year in Bali. And are we sick? No, we haven't mentioned. How. Yeah, we're getting married in August in Bali. And this yeah. is bit of a scoop but we're, we're gonna have the ceremony in that at our own place out at our own uh, boutique hotel which is like really cool so we're planning out how that's gonna work yeah it's pretty it's pretty crazy it's amazing guys. congrats, congrats. that's yeah. so awesome i'm so happy that you guys finally get to tie the knot that's awful that you've had to cancel two weddings it's been yeah. a roller coaster and that's like what you were saying it looks perfect on the outside but having to do that twice it it's like a real life. It's a movie. The ups and downs, the roller coasters. But in the end, hopefully, the the wedding will be magical, and it can kind of seal the knot on this fairy tale that we've been living for the last six years. But I have to be honest. I'm not really excited about planning the wedding the same time. <laughs> Neither. Like, I'm really over it. <laughs> well, if you've planned it twice before, I'm sure you're you're going to have it down pat. You're going to know exactly <laughs> what what to do, what not to do. Yeah. It might even put more pressure on it, you know. Now it's like we've had so much time to plan. It needs to be, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is, yeah. This is your third wedding, yeah, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, yeah. It's your third planning. 
we're just happy that it's finally going to happen and it feels more organic now because we've lived in bali for three years now and we were going to have it in bali in 2020 and i don't think we really understood how everything worked there we didn't have a team we didn't really know who to trust and so now we have our own places we've got businesses there we've got a community there we we feel much more comfortable now that the whole operation of it will be awesome because we've been there for three years. I'm still a bit worried because half of our family hasn't been to the island and I'm like, oh my God, I hope it's going to be okay. And, and our family's never met before as well. Yes. So, oh my yeah. gosh, oh, that's going to be super exciting. Hopefully they don't get Bali Belly. I've got Bali yeah, Belly a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know. During the wedding, great. I got Bali Belly last time as well, and that's crazy First for me because my gut is pretty good. And we've lived in Bali for a while, but last time going back, everyone got hit. So I'm sure pe- some people in our family will get it. Just okay. got to get the charcoal tablets, put those down, and then six hours, eight hours, you should be good. Yeah, charcoal tablets. That's a good little tip for anyone going to Bali. Is it? Parts of your, I guess, relationship that you keep private, like certain things that are going on, or are you kind of like very transparent with everything? I think we're pretty. I think we're pretty open. It's more like the intricacies of how we work together. I think Marie and I are, are seeing a therapist at the moment, actually, uh, like a couples therapist, because it was one of those things we listen to so many podcasts. Everyone says you go to the gym for your body. Why don't you see a therapist for your mind so that you can control? how you how you think and how you act and so we started seeing a couple of therapists and then she really uh like dug deep into why we are the way we are it's, in in some respects it's and it's really interesting it, because some things you don't even notice until she points them out and it's, it's yeah yeah and so we are doing that at the moment we only started it a few months ago and we're really looking forward to actually sharing that because i think it will help people i have a, a real issue with control and if I'm not in control of something, I, I have this inner fear of it not turning out the way I want. And so then I was kind of in the beginning controlling all of the decisions. And then Marie has this fear of loss and we're trying to figure out exactly how to how to handle those things. And we're excited to share more about that. But yeah, it's, it's super interesting. And a lot of times when you communicate with each other, it's like you never, you never have someone who can truly tell you why the why you feel the way you feel or what has caused certain traits you have and then when you fight you definitely don't you're not your best self in those moments so you're not communicating clearly about why you feel a certain way Um, yeah and we don't have like a business ceo in between us so she's like really everything like it's great yeah but i think we do we're pretty open about about almost everything we've written a lot of captions in the past about experiences we've had I think mainly the, the only thing that a lot of people probably wouldn't know the full detail of is exactly how we work together and how that has changed over the years. Because now Marie is mostly doing the Instagram. I kind of bowed out of that. At one point, I started to just feel like, like I told you before, negative about it. And I didn't like the way it was you know, harming Marie and how she was getting caught up in it. So I said, you know, I don't want to be involved in this anymore. And then we realized pretty recently that it it's not about um the instagram itself that marie really is passionate about it's like she actually really enjoys creating and sharing and doing that and so i got that mixed up with she's just doing it for the likes or whatever or we don't need this anymore because we've got enough money we've got enough businesses and i was always thinking 
about what's the outcome. Why am I, I'm not going to do this if there's no outcome. And I think that's a male thing, but we're always like ready to do the work if there's a reward at the end of it or there's a specific outcome that we're aware of. Whereas Marie is like, I just want to do it because I like it. It's a journey. I, I could do it every day for the rest of my life. And that, that kind of um, getting that clear on both of our sides was like, I have to support Marie every day that because she that's who she is that's what she likes and then marie has to understand that i need some kind of guidance i need i need to know what the plan is why are we shooting this what what reels do we have this week and have a structure around that and not just rock up at a place and be like okay what are we going to create and the pressure's on us i have got nothing to post tonight and then what ideas do you have and i'll be like nothing i've got nothing and then marie will then you know get upset because now she's under pressure because she has to post something and so this is something that we're really working on and um just trying to get back to the point where it's really fun just to create just just enjoy that creation and not put too much pressure on how well it does or um yeah, I think I think like the first few years of us was like pure growth, like growing the community and everything. Then it was how do I do businesses, setting up the businesses. Um, and now the businesses are running and we have teams around it and stuff. And now it's like, I think this year we just want to improve ourselves as well and like find a place where we feel like we can settle a bit and, and get a bit out of the growth. Yeah, like, and yeah. find a, a, a balance that is kind of smooth not like let's go crazy right now yeah. doing this it's like it becomes more of like our daily a habit like okay this is the photo that we're going to create today or the post that we're going to create and for me it's like i'm going to go to my gym because that's what makes me happy marie's going to do her creating because that makes her happy and understanding each other and supporting each other and what we like so that we can be better for each other because in the beginning it was just all in both of us going crazy you're forgetting about everything else just constant post 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 yeah thank you for sharing those intricacies because i just think like when people see social media it's very like black and white they don't see like the many layers of what it takes to create and you know being a creator there's yeah there's so many different levels of things that you have to think about and do and it's it's, it's very a, full on it's exhausting it's, like it's a, exhausting yeah, it's a full-time yeah people forget it's a full-time job and like yeah do you, what goes into it. do you guys yeah, think that once you get married that um you will want to potentially expand your family <laughs> uh we absolutely love kids and uh i think yeah i mentioned it in the beginning jack's like i don't even know if i need a kid because sometimes he feels like it's just like a natural next step that people do and it's like you don't even think about is this actually something that i want in my life or is it just to feel you know like get get the next step uh, you get married get the house and then you have kids but yeah we truly love kids um some of our close friends now have kids and we just yeah we just love it so definitely at one point I had a big change of opinion just recently because um, my brother, my younger brother, had a, a kid and he now, the, the boy Callie, his name is, he's five months old. And when my brother went through the whole process and he, the Callie was born and I met Callie and like I felt like this is my blood, this is, I felt when friends and that have kids, I was always like, yeah, you know, good for you, awesome, <laughs> love the kid. Yeah. But then when it was like my brother's yeah, kid, so. I was like, whoa, like this is different, like this feels like a part of me. 
And my brother went through it and did an amazing job with his partner and they just became awesome parents, just like this, just adapted. That kind of made me not scared of the of it anymore because before I was kind of like, I don't know, am I, am I, are we going to be good at this? What's it going to be like for the rest of our work and our life and all of that? But now seeing how, how my brother adapted to it, now I'm really just not afraid. And Marie and I have both talked about it is, it is something we definitely would love to do this there's, there's so many uh cool experiences we would love to give them and another something that would also bring us even closer and yeah we we definitely i i would say we definitely will expand for sure if we can yeah. so, I mean, it's, you guys uh, would be awesome yeah. parents I know, yeah. awesome would you live oh. in bali with kids if you had kids um, I think the way I picture it right now, and we've talked about it, we would definitely have two bases. So probably one in Europe and one over here, like let's say Bali um, and go in between. We meet actually quite a lot of young families and learn so much about how it can happen nowadays to not be in one location. So people tell us about um, online work. We recently did an interview in Bali where um, we did an interview with a girl who used to be a teacher and she said, I calculated the time that kids actually learn in school and if they go to school from morning until after lunch it's just one and a half hours of actual learning time and now I'm doing uh, which our kids do online um, learning they're so productive and then they can go and do their surf lessons or meet their friends at the skateboard park or whatever so like I think we're definitely going to be a bit more like kind of new parents trying out different things, but not be stuck in one place. So Bali and maybe, I don't know, somewhere in Europe, I could imagine. Well, I feel like the, yeah, when we do have kids, they'll kind of maybe have to adapt to our lifestyle and we're just gonna have to figure it out as we go and yeah, see how it feels. I, I Like meeting families with young kids that travel, you could just see how open-minded those kids are. And I, I think it can be great. Obviously, probably also challenging, but... Very challenging. Well, I, <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I actually grew up traveling around the world with my family and I turned out okay. So, I mean... No <laughs> way! Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, as far as yeah. you want to say okay. <laughs> What's well, who's judging? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> guys, thank you so much um, for coming on our podcast. Thank it's you been guys, a it's real, been amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's been a pleasure. Um, just getting to know you guys. Thank you for being so open with us. I'm we're so excited for your wedding in August. Yes, like I'm going to be like so excited to see that all unfold on socials. Thank you for sharing your life on socials with us and we can't wait to talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for having Bye. us, guys. It was awesome.